Hi everyone, thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 441 days, Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. Commander of the ground forces of Ukraine Oleksandr Sirsky informed about effective counterattacks by Ukrainian forces in Bakhmut direction Donetsk Oblast, reports Deutsche Welle. As a result of these attacks, the enemy retreated to a distance of up to 2 kilometers in some sections of the front. According to him, the enemy could not hold the pressure of the Ukrainian defenders and retreated. Sirsky stressed that Ukraine's actions exhausted the trained forces of the Wagner mercenaries and forced them to replace those in certain areas with poorly trained units of the regular troops of the Russian army, which were defeated and withdrew. He also noted that despite the significant concentration of troops and loud statements by Russians about their intentions to take Bakhmut before May 9th, the enemy could not capture the town. Earlier, the 3rd Separate Assault Brigade of the Armed Forces of Ukraine informed that it destroyed several Russian companies and a significant number of armored combat vehicles, as well as captured prisoners, reports Unyan. Yevgeny Prigozhin, the founder of the Wagner company, said that there is high risk of encircling his mercenaries in Bakhmut as the flanks held by the Russian military are cracking. He added that they don't get enough ammunition and support. Politico informed that mercenaries continue to hold the majority of the city of Bakhmut and despite losses have enough ammunition to hold back the advance of Ukrainian forces, reports European Pravda. According to the two senior U.S. officials, Prigozhin's claims about the lack of ammunition are unreliable and aimed to force the Russian Ministry of Defense to send additional weapons. They added that Wagner continues to hold significant stockpiles of ammunition and maintains control of at least 85% of Bakhmut. If you like what we do, you can support us by rating us, ideally with 5 stars, in the apps where you're listening to this podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify and others. This really helps other people to find the highlights from Ukraine and learn the truth about Russia's invasion. During the CNN debate, former US President Donald Trump refused to call Russian President Vladimir Putin a war criminal because, according to him, it could harm negotiations with Russia, reports Ukrainska Pravda. When asked if Trump considered the Russian president a war criminal, he said, I don't think it's worth bringing it up for discussion right now. He believes that the charges against Putin should be discussed later. Trump called the Russian dictator very smart and very cunning. At the same time, he believes that Putin made a serious mistake by attacking Ukraine. His mistake was that he invaded, he would never invade if I were president, he said. Czech President Petr Pavel announced plans to hand over to Ukraine two anti-aircraft missile systems Cube and missiles to them, reports Interfax Ukraine. In service with the Czech army, the Soviet-made Cube air defense systems will be replaced by Spider missile systems manufactured by Israel. According to the local media Czeske Noviny, the country is also considering the possibility of transferring Czech L-159 fighters to Ukraine. The president stressed that the Czech Republic has already provided Ukraine with about 100 tanks and the same number of armored personnel carriers. Pavel stressed that Western countries have so far refrained from providing modern fighters to Ukraine because preparation for their use takes a relatively long time and because the machines contain secret systems. 
According to him, the allied countries do not want those devices to fall into the hands of Russia. Yesterday, Ukraine launched the program Year Recovery which allows Ukrainians to apply for compensation for the repair of their homes that were damaged due to the war, reports Ekonomichna Pravda. The maximum amount is 200,000 grivna, which is $5.5,000. Applications can be submitted through the DIA app online. In the first hours, thousands of Ukrainians have started to apply for financial aid and overloaded the system. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland authorized the first transfer of confiscated Russian assets to Ukraine for reconstruction purposes, reports Zerkalo Tizhnya. 5.4 million U.S. dollars were confiscated by a U.S. court from Russian oligarch Konstantin Malafeev, who was charged with evading sanctions. They can be transferred to Ukraine in accordance with a budget amendment adopted in December 2022. Garland stressed that this is the first transfer of forfeit Russian funds for the rebuilding of Ukraine, but it will not be the last. France headed over to Ukraine a second mobile laboratory for DNA testing, reports Ukrinform. The French Ministry of Foreign Affairs said that it allows to conduct rapid analysis and DNA testing. It will help Ukraine to investigate Russian war crimes. The Highlights from Ukraine podcast is a commercial initiative of just two people. And you can support us monthly via Patreon or by sending us a one-time tip via PayPal. Just follow the links in the description to this episode. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.